by the co-founder of sportsblognewyork.com, Phil DeMeo, in just a moment. But Happy New Year to you. Thank you, as always, for tuning in to the Sports Blog New York podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts app, Google Play, SoundCloud, wherever you listen. Thank you for t- taking some time out of your day to listen to what we have to say. But Phil DeMeo, man, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, all that jazz. How you doing? How you been? Uh, very Happy New Year, Pete. Um, been good. We're back, though. That's we it. We haven't had a podcast since December 21st. Yeah, man. A lot of happened, but not really a lot happened. I feel like it's been a pretty mellow last two weeks. Got college football the other night. Playoffs are set. We'll talk about that soon, but um, be- no baseball, really. Baseball's been hot. So it's been cold as cold as the weather outside. For real, man. Oh, my God. The weather's been cold. Baseball's been nothing. Um, basketball's been basketball, right? So if you're mm-hmm. interested in the NBA, there's been stuff to follow, games to watch, college football as well. NFL, obviously, the playoffs is now here. And that's what we're here to talk about today. Me and Phil are going to give our picks for the first weekend, the wild card weekend, break down each game. But we're also going to spend some time talking about the Knicks. There's some interesting news out now on uh, the two big quarterbacks, Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen, who will be entering the NFL draft. Possibly both New York quarterbacks next year. You never know. Some crazy stuff can still go down. So we're going to give a, a thought or two on the Jets and Giants and the early draft prospects here. It's a little Knicks banter, a little Giants-Jets draft banter, and then we're going to hammer out those wild card games for this weekend, give you uh, uh, our thoughts on the spread, and then on the playoffs kind of as a whole, a little bit of a, a whole picture. Picture, But, Phil, first off, man, how's your, how's your New Year's? Did you have a good time? It was good. A classic house party. Um, got a little drunk and nothing great. I wanted to go to Boston, but that felt through. I feel like... I want to like travel one year for New Year. Yeah, I know you travel a little bit, but it wasn't I like did. a big like city. It was a nice little getaway, right? Yeah, I mean, I was in Vermont. Like I was in Jay Peak. I, I was so far up in America that people got text messages saying, "Welcome to Canada." Your <laughs> your typical what's text. That dri- what's rates. that drive like? It was seven hours. It was wow. it was a while. It was seven seven and a half hours. But, I went to Montreal. Uh, it was like eight hours. But I yeah, still they stem off. I guess it's basically yeah. the same spot. It was oh. so close to Canada, man. But it was negative fifteen degrees that one day. Uh, went skiing still. Uh, I don't know why, but it was worth it. I guess. Wow. I can't complain though. Good times. Nah, you gotta do it. Um, I am happy though to be back on the podcast because, like you said, it's, it's been a minute. Uh, there's a lot to go on. And uh, real quick, I just want to do one quick shout out because. Uh, just continuing with the trend of the new year, we're actually closing in on a hundred episodes. Kind of crazy. If to we say had, out loud. Uh, maybe next year we get a little um, sound effects. So we we'll be clapping right now. So it's like a sound clap effect. I actually I have it. I just didn't set it oh, up. So right. now you're just making you me su- feel bad. <laughs> I took you to surprise me. <laughs> but we're we're nearing on a hundred episodes, which is really cool. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. So big thank you to everyone who listens, and uh, a special thank you to my man Gerard Stack. He's a listener from Traley, Ireland. Um, got he actually followed me on Twitter. I didn't even realize who he, like who he was. He was a listener or whatnot. Got in a little Twitter conversation the other day. Ended up saying he's a big fan of the podcast and just had a baby. He lives in Ireland. He's been listening since last March. Like so, shout out Gerard. He's an OG. Out, and shout out to any listener. If you're a listener out there um, and you listen consistently, listen every every couple episodes, whatever you do uh, to support this podcast and hopefully enjoy it. Let us know, man. It means a lot. So I'm pretty sure you say he's in New York. He likes New York. What is he? Do you know what fan? He loves ba- he loves baseball. So he said well. he's been falling off since baseball season ended a little okay. bit, which I get. If probably Yankee. A, probably I'm assuming he's a Yankee fan then. I'd assume so. I know his Twitter bio says he likes soccer, so I'm sure he doesn't get that at this podcast. No, it does not. <laughs> he does not. Um, now I was talking soccer. <laughs> that's it. That's all we got. <laughs> 
but yeah, that's seriously though. Thank you for listening every single week, man. We we try to come out here with some fun episodes, talk about all different types of New York sports, national sports, NBA. And please spread the news, man. I know a lot of New Yorkers don't have this outlet a lot. I know, especially with the WFAN switch, people really aren't getting the hype about the new show. So I'm not saying, you know, we're WFAN, but hey, if you want that New York spin on your, your topics, we're the place to be. That's why we're here. That's it, man. So thanks, and shout us out. Hit us on iTunes Apple Podcast on Twitter at SportBlogNYC. But that is more than enough about that. We need to get to talking some sports here. So the New York Knicks lost on the road again. It seems like every time they go on the road, Groundhog Day, huh? you just can't expect them to win. They lose to the Wizards. They lost to the Spurs at home two nights ago. I can't believe they snuck out a win on the road against the Pelicans uh, a week or so ago. But, Phil, these Knicks have a road stretch Coming up, about 18 road games left in the next 23 or 24 games. It's going to be rough, and I can imagine us looking back in February and saying, remember when the Knicks were in playoff contention? I can positively say that after this road trip, we'll be looking at the mock drafts a little more often. I think we're going to just peek around. Let me start watching some college basketball. I don't watch college basketball, but maybe start peeking around and see who uh, we're going to get next year. So, are, wait, are you are you saying you think the Knicks are not only going to lose playoff hopes, but you think they're going to drop into like real I'm real high draft? We're going to start looking at what's to come. Yeah, it, it's I, bad. I, before before we went air, I looked at the uh, NBA Eastern Conference. So, the Boston Celtics, Toronto Raptors, Cavaliers are locks. Bucks are a lock. Wizards are lock at six. You can say Detroit's a lock. Detroit is twenty fifteen uh, to make the playoffs. It's it's pretty close to being a lock. Yeah, I'd right, say it's so, lock. All right, six teams right there. Then you got the Heat, the Pacers are ahead of the Knicks right now. Philly's behind the Knicks. I think Philly will hopefully make that jump for them. And the Hornets maybe, like, I don't know. Knicks could make it easy, but uh, you want that experience, but I don't know. I want the experience, for yeah. sure. I want the Knicks to, even if they're I just don't out. think, I just think like, the Pacers are good. I think Odebo's the, the best player of both teams. I think the good coaching. Like, I think they should make the playoffs ahead of us. If we can't win the road, man, the case closed. Right, like you can be as good as you want at home. You can win seventy five percent of your games, and and if you are trash, like the Knicks are on the road, like 30, you're a five hundred and twelve. You're a five hundred yeah. team on the, at best, at best. You can't be three, and I think what they're, they're th- three and fourteen on the road now. We're actually um, that 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 can't happen. Um, but uh, getting to the team specifically, I want to ask you. I want to ask you a question. Fifteen and seven, I'm home. Yeah, so it's, like that difference, it just it's doesn't update. It's about three and thirteen. Yeah, that's what I thought. So I want to ask you though. I want to ask you a question. This team is mixed with veterans and young guys, right? You look at the roster and you have uh, Mike Beasley's, Courtney Lee's, Jared Jacks, and even Cantor, Cantor. who's like the twenty-five ish. And then you have young guys, obviously Neil Aquina, Baker, Porzingis, or whatever. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why do you think there's such a a difference between home and road? Because a lot of times you'll say, oh, young team can't win on the road. This team's not only young. So what do you think the big difference is between their, their play home and away? It's a good question. It's hard to answer. Right? It's hard to answer. Like, shots don't fall. Like, you get, oh, you're not comfortable on the road. You're not, like, tra- literally traveling. And, uh, you're like, not comfortable with that. Like, the shots, you're still running the same offense, still running the same plays. Like, I don't, I don't. It's a good question. All sports. Like, football is, like, different. Uh, big, big difference in football on the road. Baseball, big difference. Basketball is still a court in an arena. Yeah. Nothing's different. No, no elements have changed in basketball. Except maybe like when you go to Golden State, like back before they were like this good, Golden State had a legit home field, home court advantage. Right. Well, I mean, now they still the, do. The, the Knicks probably, still, the Knicks probably do have a court. I mean, let me switch up on you. Why can't teams really perform at the Garden? 
Usually they do. Every year in the past, like, what, five or six years since the Knicks have been bad, since the Melo last dragged them to the playoffs, they've been horrible at MSG. They yeah. get lit up from every star. John Wall comes in, see you later. LeBron, LeBron. see you later. Kyrie, bye. Like everybody Curry had a big game. Everybody comes in yeah. and just wrecks the Knicks. DeMar DeRozan would wreck the Knicks at MSG. I was there, fun fact, when we traded for Tracy McGrady, I had tickets way before that happened, and the Dunder went down. And Durant just murked us. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. You said when you th- I can't. I, I got Grady caught got up traded. when yeah. you said the Knicks traded for McGrady because yeah, right. people forget about that. Forget, that that was forget. so short lived. It is weird. It is weird. Um, and and there's nothing to really put your finger on it other than the fact that you know people like Doug McDermott shoot ten percent less at on the road and at home. Like things like that can't happen. Um, one more thing on the Knicks: Frank Nealakina, point guard. I'm loving him. I'm still very happy with the pick. I'm happy with what he's doing. Uh, I think all Knicks fans, and if you go on Knicks Twitter, you see this right off the bat. People want him to be more aggressive. Yeah. People want him to get more time. People are ready for him to be a starter. Are you at at what point are you with Frank of how much he should be doing, how much more he should be attempting? In general, where do you want to see him go in these next month or so? I think the problem with Frankie is that he plays horizontally, does not play vertically. Me and my dad, he bounces from elbow to elbow. Doesn't really drive like most point guards do. He he can shoot. He can hit an open shot. Um, doesn't really make his own shot, but you know who catch and shoot. Um, again, he's not playing vertically. Why do I want to see him be a starter? I'm not sure about that. I think the way there he's gelling with the second unit. Uh, he plays. He does play the starters at the, the game for defense. So I think you're getting the kind of best of both worlds with that. You're getting the starters in the most important part of the game, and you're crafting your game with the second unit against second unit point guards too. So I like I like what the Knicks have done with him so far. Maybe after this road trip, maybe in fe- maybe in March, you're gonna see him maybe start a little more to see where we are in the standings. Um, but I think the way they're handling it, I can't criticize them for that. But I could. You wish you would see a little more aggressiveness, especially driving, because th- in this day and age, point guards are driving, kick, and hit the open shot. Now he can hit the open shot. He just start starting to get like other devolves in playmaking, not just pass the ball, like motioning. Right. I'm talking about. Pick like driving, roll, kid, pick and roll, driving. Why not roll a high screen with him? They never would do that. They do a little bit, yeah. and uh, what happens with when he does that is that he sags out. Like he will make his initial move if he doesn't have that little mid-range jump shot. It's a little horizontal. He's I'm not. Saying, yeah, yeah, he's not going to the rim. And you know, it's funny. Me and Alec Argento on this po- very podcast a couple weeks ago talked about how we haven't seen Frank dunk yet, and then he got a couple dunks. He had a, a two, two or three games in a row. He had yeah. two or three dunks, and it was cool. And then you notice how easy, not how easy, obviously in an NBA game, but how he makes it look when he gets to the rim and dunks, it makes you think he can do it more. He's a five-star athlete. Now we're just waiting for him he's to do it. He's a five-star athlete, which you love out of a point guard. Again, he's, he's 19 years old, so we'll, he has a lot of time left. Absolutely. Um, the best is yet to come for him. We'll see how we upgrade. I think the big part is, we didn't mention it, Tim Holloway's not playing. Oh, yeah. I've been on Twitter a, on that, man. I'm with you. The Knicks are really He's a second scorer. They're he's feeling li- his loss right yeah, now. Yeah, Especially in the backcourt. I have a hot take for you. Go ahead. It's a Knicks hot take. Not a good one. Kristaps Porzingis. Mm-hmm. Very overrated this season. Um, the last, I think it's just, I saw him, he says 14 points right now. He's not, I, the, the book, the criticism on him is that he's not going to, he's going to get hurt, which he did. And he's not going to give you who's all the whole season, which he hasn't. And it's a fair criticism. Um, he obviously has some potential. I, I said this before the season starts. He's not a 1A. It's not a knock on him because there's not a lot of one A's out there. He might be a one A soon. He's not right now. Um, we'll see. My, my criticism with him isn't with his scoring per se. It's uh, it's definitely not with what how he's handling every situation. I think he's actually handling things great off the court and with the media and all that. It's just bothersome to me 
his possessions, especially down the stretch. Oh, I think it's cool. He put his mellow ball. With, it looks with like KP ball. It, it looks like mellow yeah. ball. It's KP ball. His attitude's just way better. Thousand percent. And you know he he can get up above people and just shoot that jump shot high above everyone's head. And he gets the foul call sometimes, but it's just not consistent. It's not reliable. And sometimes he forces the ball way too much. I want to see him pass more. I want to see him uh, get to the rim a little more. And honestly, I want to see him shoot more threes. I don't want the mid-range contested because he's not getting the calls like he should. So get to the rim, shoot more threes. I think KP obviously has what it takes. But I think, especially in this past month or so, he's been very underwhelming. Couldn't have said it better. Yeah. I want him to see him get off the floor. I know, I know you're trying to get the call on defense, but... I don't like my seeing my number he one guy. He flops all the time, too. They think it's flopping, and I'm not, sometimes I'm not sure it's flopping or is it legitimately getting bodied. Oh, uh, true. Honestly, you're right. Because we, it looks like from the naked eye when we're watching on TV that he's just getting a, a little shove or a little elbow, and he's flying to the ground, but maybe he just can't handle it. It's an unlock. He's, he can't, he's that physically built for down low, which, you know, I guess the naked eye, he says you're correct. Yeah, that's tough, man. Um, so I don't. I guess maybe that's not as hot as I thought it was that take because maybe he's just been struggling and been injured lately. Is he still an all star? Yes, Probably, absolutely. Yeah. And he's most likely going to be a starter if I had to take a guess. I well, no, they, no, they switched it this year. Remember? True. The it's whole it's not East versus West anymore. Well, just twelve East conference. There's gonna be twelve in each conference represented, but it would be switching teams up. Right, which would be pretty fun. Be I'm, fun. I'm excited for that. Imagine, but imagine you did like just the twenty four best players. There'd be like what six guys from the East. Nah. I'm a little more. Than yeah, that, a little, little more. A little more. Little more. It, would, it would be definitely favored towards the West. I think it would be closer than you think. You gotta forget. Remember about guys like Oladipo and True. Terosian. Like they're True. having really awesome years. John Wall, Embiid. Bradley Beal, Embiid. Yeah, Porzingis, Giannis. Maybe even Simmons. You know who's having a great year, by the way, uh, in Milwaukee? Chris Middleton. Yeah, he's very good. Good year. Now, well, before we move on to football, DeAndre Jordan better fit Cavs or Bucks? N- none of the above. Really? None of the above. If I'm the Cavs or the Bucks, I'd say nah, I'm good. Really? Yeah. I don't need them. Interesting. I, I feel like you would pick one of them. I, I mean, I guess the Cavs, I would take him because he's just like a an upgraded Tristan they have, Thompson. They have a lot of bodies. He's though. just like DeAndre Jordan would be a better Tristan Thompson. But for the Bucks, like why is it even – what are you giving up that's worth it to get DeAndre Jordan? Because I don't think there's – Yeah, no I mean, yeah. Bledsoe Bledso has their first-round picks that Phoenix does. But actually on defense with um, Mil- um, Bledsoe, Millington, Giannis – um, Jabari when he comes back, and DeAndre Jordan. That's a big-ass, long lineup. Yeah, and then you're talking about Brogdon, who's a pretty good defender. Yeah, that's a little crazy. You know you know what's funny? Uh, people outside of Milwaukee or outside of, like, crazy NBA circles uh-huh. don't know this, I don't think, but, like, Milwaukee Bucks fans are done with Jason Kidd. They I know, I've heard so that before. I him. heard on uh, Simmons' podcast. Yeah. He had a guest, yeah. Oh, they're done with Jason they, they, Kidd. They, they, they think they, he's horrible. They, they, they think, think without Giannis, they'd be terrible. Yeah, and you know what? Giannis' well, usage rating has just been going down, down, down. It's easy it's to say, though. Like, oh, you have top three player in the world. You suck, probably. <laughs> like, probably. <laughs> well, I think that's enough on basketball because we got some other stuff to get to. But basically, my three final notes in the Knicks, be happy with Frank. He's still got a lot to prove, but he's doing some really good things. We really need Tim Hardaway back to stay competitive. And KP's got to step up and versatile his game a little bit. Yeah, I would say mine are, we want Frank to go vertical, not horizontal. Um, hopefully, we're not looking at Moxed and then just road trip. And um, yeah, Tim Hardaway's come back. We need we need some Timmy Jr. in our yeah. life. All right, so this is a well, quick step before football. Um, give me your 10 second take on the new, on Brooklyn Nets. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Actually, yeah. I made a nice little tweet about the Nets. Got some good engagement on it today. I tweeted basically they're 14 and 23. I don't know what the end of their game is right now. They're tight with the Timberwolves, but they're 14 and 23. They've had Jeremy Lin for only one third of a game or a third of a game, whatever it was. Yeah. D'Angelo Russell's been hurt. Their best player, and he's their best player. 
and they're still competing night to night. They play really hard. They've beaten some good teams. And my question was with the Nets, what do you think their record would be if Lynn and Russell were were, in, were playing right now for the whole season? And you want to go super like um, hyperbole. What if they had Tatum on their team with that pick? Ah, that's right? too far. Yeah, yeah, really. that, that that trade just killed them. Imagine they had yeah. a high, uh, one of these high rookies, and they had this year's rookie. They would have had rookies for the past couple of years. So who the hell knows where they would have been? Just imagine they had like Tatum and like Donish coming out, Tatum and Trey Young coming out. Like wow, it's not Billy s- King, man, for real. But on hey, the, hey, on the I'm Nets, gonna say Marks and Atkinson are playing. They hand that dealt beautifully. That's what I was gonna say. I, I, usually in New York sports, we don't like the other team. I I'm not. I'm a Nets fan. I don't root for the Nets, but. I want to see him do good. Yeah, for sure. There's yeah. no real There's no hate between the Knicks and the oh, Nets. Oh, hopefully soon there is because that would be fun. That yeah, would be fun. Kenny Atkinson, shout out him. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, shout out him. He's been playing really well. But I'm just thinking if Jeremy Lin and D'Angelo Russell are on this team, I don't I don't see how they're not at least the Knicks right now. I yeah. think I think they're as good, if not better, than the Knicks. And actually, speaking of that, let me go back to Twitter because uh, good good thing to shout out the, the people who listen and support the mm-hmm. Sports Blog New York podcast. So I got a tweet uh, off that Nets tweet today from a friend real jay hood that's john hood he said the nets need just a little more go-to talent and they are a playoff team if zinger were on this team they would be top six in the east so that's a tweet from our guy john hood and it's real interesting so throws porzingis on the nets and he's saying the nets are way better than the knicks are it's hard it's hard very hard to say the two took completely different teams very but the Nets play really hard defense. They they don't have a star talent do right have now. To co- do we have the coaching um, advantage? I don't know. Kenny Atkinson, man. Uh, I like him. He's good. Jeff Hornacek's been doing so good, what too. Are you saying, is it, it would be like Russell? You said Lynn start, Lynn's playing? Uh, no, not no. even. So just, Jan- like just now, just what they are now. What they are now, like Joe Harris and... Um, Carries LeVert, LeVert, Hollis Jefferson, Jared Allen. Okafor played tonight? I don't know. Has he got in? I haven't I, seen I, him. Really sure he's, he was playing anything, man. But yeah. But yeah, interesting. We'll get John Hood on, maybe. He works for the NBA. He does, and that's probably why he won't come on, because he works for the NBA. <laughs> true. Maybe true. <laughs> I got to get, get my friend uh, Botello on. He works for the uh, MLB Replay. Oh, there we go. Come on. Bring him on. I'm trying to think what's a big call during the playoffs. He definitely worked that night. I was trying to think of it. But go on. All right. That That's that's enough on basketball. Oh, it was the, um, the Indians-Yankees. Um, the Game 7? No, the, um, the Sabathia. The, I forgot the exact play. He already didn't challenge it. The the it was the catcher's interference with Sanchez. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When he Yankee put, fans wanted Girardi to just die on the spot right yep, there. Yep, yeah. yep. Uh, that was that was good times. Um, that's good stuff on basketball though. The Knicks really need to figure this out on how to win on the road. Hopefully, we don't look back in February and say, "Oh God, remember when the Knicks competed?" So we have some time to see if they can figure it out. But on to football because it's now NFL playoff season, and what NFL playoff season means. There's coaching vacancies. There's teams that have high draft picks that we're interested in. And, of course, we have the actual games itself. Mm-hmm. But before we get to the Chiefs-Titans and um, the Rams-Falcons and these these great games coming up in Wild Card Weekend, let's do a, a thought or two on the Giants and Jets and what they have coming up for the Giants with their head coach and then their draft pick and the Jets with their draft pick and quarterback situation. How about this? I interview you, you interview me because we're both one Giant, one Jeff fan. Oh, sweet. I like that. So I'll you'll start. interview me about the Giants. I interview you about the Jets. There's more more news about the Giants on these days. For sure. Do you want Josh McDaniels? Not knowing who your quarterback is, you are, want Josh McDaniels. Are you right asking out. me yes, no? Yes, no. I'm not saying who the other candidates I'd take, are. I'd take him. you take him. I'd take him for sure. Okay. He yeah. wouldn't. I don't know if he's my first choice, but I'd take him. Who is your first choice? I, I, and the candidates you know. As well. I like the people who, who are rumored for the job. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Josh McDaniel is up there for me. Another name. I think Patricia, too. Patricia, I don't see that Patricia. working for the Giants. I, you know what? My question is with the Giants. Are they looking to go back to Tom Coughlin type of like strict to the book or back to somebody a little more loose, loosey-goosey? We'll usually go you know, back and forth. Right. So I'm assuming they're going to go tight. And that's why I kind of actually do like Josh McDaniel. I think... I do, also Steve Bespagnola better not get that job. They're no, only they're only interviewing he's him. Silver, he dude. They're interviewing him just for uh, being nice. But also, I, I'm actually going to change my answer. I'm going to say this. I'll take Josh McDaniel. Okay. People are going to say he went to Denver and struggled as a head coach seven years ago, long time ago, long time ago. He has now worked with the Patriots for more and more years. I stayed with the Patriots, which is kind of rare because Belichick's assistants usually just head coach, head coach, head coach, yes, head he coach. He has a golden goose. That's why. Exactly. I think round two for Josh McDaniel is a is a win. I think it's a hit. I am I'm in on, on now my follow up on that is do you want him to draft a quarterback? Yes. I want to draft I would I would draft a quarterback nine times out of ten in this draft mm-hmm. now that Darnold and Rosen are out. Right. I don't want right, Saquon man. Barkley. Yeah. Okay, no, I don't think Giants need a running back. I mean you, do you do you see on Twitter how many people, how many Giants fans want this Barkley guy? These are the same people who probably wanted AJ Peterson. Oh my god, don't get me started on AJ right. Peterson. <laughs> Don't get me started, Phil. So I think <laughs> the Giants. I I mean I think they probably will pick quarterback, but it wouldn't sh- would not shock me if they say, okay, we're roll with Eli two more years. We get the best tackle in the draft. Guy from Notre Dame, the guy from Texas, the guy from Oklahoma, and roll with the, just roll like that. I think that's not that's not out of the question. But I think their philosophy is hopefully whenever drafting this high again next fifteen years, we gotta get a quarterback. So I get both sides of it. I would not be shocked. Did they go tackle? Mm-hmm. But you know, I think it's most likely to pick uh, Rose. I think Rose will take power play. I don't think he'll go to Cleveland. I think Cleveland could draft their best player available at one. Either it be, you know, Barkley, Fitzpatrick, um, something like that. And then draft the next quarterback remaining at four. I think that, that's how, it wouldn't be a shocking move. Um, it wouldn't be shocking if they traded down again. We'll see. They got to get a quarterback. They got to get one of the quarterbacks and the best player available. Imagine Chubb and Garrett. Oh. You know, that'd be that'd be something. Also, that creativity there, and then new they have new GM who picked. Pretty sure he picked Eric Eric Fisher first. Eric Flowers. No, 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 Eric Fisher, the right tackle. From oh, 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 yeah. So, yeah sorry, I thought, we were, so. I thought we were back on uh, the old guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, another thing I want to add. I do not want Jim Schwartz. He popped up today. Oh, he, right. Okay. He's getting interviewed for the Giants head coach. Not you know, you know, you have a list of people getting interviewed. I'm looking up. I'm looking for the list right now, actually, because I'm trying to refresh my memory. But um, the three big ones are probably Patricia McDaniel's and. Schwartz, or is what I was looking at today. There's a couple other names popping around. Um, I'm I'm more out on Patricia and Schwartz. I want an offensive head coach. Yeah, I like spending my money on offense and getting a really top defensive coordinator. Yeah, but like if Jim Schwartz wanted to be the defensive coordinator for the Giants, I'm fine with that because yeah. he's defensive coordinator for the Eagles right now, and that obviously worked out fine this year. And they, they, I don't they, they, I don't they want to kind of fall apart. We'll see in two what, weeks. What do you think about this? I heard this on the radio today. I don't see it happening. Jack, Jack Del Rio for the Giants. Um. Yeah, I can see it, but um, it doesn't like rattle my bones. Yeah, unlikely, right? Yeah, he's, I'm, he's, I'm, he's a defensive guy, I believe. Yes, that is correct. I'm I'm going with McDaniel's. I'm okay. go, I'm I'm with it. I'm fine to give him a second chance. I think I think this is a time where he has a ch- a reason to succeed, man. I mean, he like you said, it was seven years ago. Outside Gronk, Odell would be his best weapon ever. Are you just craft the offense around Odell? Did was he there with Randy Moss? I'm not sure about that. 
Speaking of, Randy Moss, Hall of Fame for his belt? Oh, has to be. Has to be, right? Well, they said a super president with T.O. Stupid. This year, so. They both need to be in there. It's ridiculous. What a joke. I think, have you been t- uh, paying attention to a baseball Hall of Fame? Bonds in uh, Columbia, like 70%. Wow. I think a couple, like, hundred more battles. Like, this is, this is um Twitter uh, account. We'll tweet it later. That, like, follows. Because down in public, the um balance. Mm-hmm. Which so, I love. I'm into which that. Which I love. You got to be responsible for your pick. Mm-hmm. And the last time I counted, I saw, I think it was today, yesterday, Clemens and Bonds were at 70%. Musina was, like, 71. Moose getting there. That was surprising to me. I'm also, a, I'm, I'm a retired Yankee fan. Mike Musina is not a Hall of Famer. Two other I know things. he has the numbers, but uh, Mike Musina. Two yeah. other things to bounce back to football here. Um, Panthers defense corner Steve Wilkes, don't know much about, about him. And Broncos running backs coach Eric Studesville, also candidates here, who are going to be getting interviewed. Out of all those names, the one that I like the most is McDaniels. I do think McDaniels, if he's offered the cult job, but Andrew Luck, he might go with that route. You know, people people say that. People say that's a desirable job. I don't want that job. Well, the, the owner's a lunatic, but... Yeah, the owner's a lunatic. Andrew Luck is, like, as banged up as any quarterback in the league at this point. I mean... If you're Josh McDaniels... The Giants are an organization, man, with, with some real values. I don't know. I mean, even so, though this last year was horrible. So, you're Josh McDaniels, do you take that job? You Do you have to know what you're doing with Eli and the quarterback? Do you have to know before you take that job? I would hope that if Josh McDaniels takes that job, he has autonomy on that decision. Yeah, because we, I, I think, I think we're seeing in the making. And Gettleman, I got Gettleman said like, like WFA in the corner. Have you Gettleman talk yet? I like Gettleman. Yeah, I'm with him. So he's like a oh, guy man. who's been in the pocket. <laughs> this guy yeah. Gettleman, he doesn't give a hell. He doesn't care. He's he's cutting people. Angelo, Steve Smith, yeah. Josh Norman. He's ready to go. He's ready to cut people if they're not doing their job, if they mm-hmm. don't want to be there. See you later. A quick ask me about the Jets. Yeah, let's do it. So, Jets, quarterback. First things first. Mm-hmm. Odds that Josh McCown starts a game for the Jets next year. A game or the opening of the game? Both. Uh, I'd say 25 to 30%. So, you think he's still on the roster, possibly getting a start if the possibly, quarterback gets yeah. hurt? Okay. Where else? Where else would he go? I don't know. Uh, maybe retirement, coaching. I don't know. There's a rumor that he might coach right away. Right. Take him. I'll take him to the Giants head yeah. coach right now. No, I'm just, <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. So, quarterback, you're the sixth pick. There's names like Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen. Do you imagine the Jets having one of those guys? Yes. Do you really? Yeah. I I don't. Okay. Why and who? At some point, the team has to draft quarterback high. Has to now. Um, what would the worst thing they could do is if they don't draft a quarterback in the first round and they draft a defensive lineman like K from LSU, and then they have another quarterback in the second, third, or fourth round that they pick, and yeah. that'll just be the dumbest thing. Well, I'm not. Sure. I don't know the quarterback depth, but like, who is like the second tier? Like, well, well Lamar Jackson, Browning from Washington, like, um, is he coming out? Browning, uh, Mason Rudolph, I'm not a big fan of. Is, oh. If Lamar Jackson comes out, well, he he's a whole different story. But yeah, right. um, I've always said I want Baker Mayfield. But I, I understand the knock on him. I understand, but I hate the Johnny Manziel comparison. I think they're so lazy and typical. It's so typical. Like John, Johnny Manziel, they both got drunk and they both like to drink and stuff. Look, Johnny Manziel was an entitled rich kid from whose daddy and mommy made oil money who just played quarterback for fun. Did not give a shit about his image because he knew he had money in the bank. Didn't care about football because he had money in the bank. Baker Mayfield is a two-time walk-on. And now he's the highest in trophy winner. Should have been national championship right now if his coaching wasn't like us. So I don't know what happened at the end of that game. But two-time, he's a Heisman Trophy winner. Um, Oklahoma to three Big 12 uh, titles. I like, I like the kid. But I, I understand I understand the pros and cons of each quarterback. Rosen has that little, like, gets the attitude, but he's probably the best talent. 
Donald has old town in the world looks like, but he has a weird um notion like motion he cocks it back. Weird motion. He's like he's like that typical like run and gun. Like I might yeah. throw three interceptions and yeah. three touchdowns. And Josh Allen apparently has a little tooth, but his accuracy was not good at Wyoming this year. Mm. He had no he's talent. Very, very raw, but you know he was playing against no talent and also had no talent. Yeah. I think I again I think the Carson Wentz um comparison is a lazy too. Like, oh, no, oh yeah, big white 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 uh, Midwestern dude is Carson Wentz like. There's two comparisons for Baker Mayfield that really bother me. One's the Johnny Manziel one because it's lazy. Uh-huh. And the second one is Russell Wilson because it's also lazy. And it's also ridiculous. Why? I, just, like, I hate comparisons in general. Like, who, I think comparisons was, are great and they're fun. But you don't compare a college prospect to an anomaly. Who is Russell Jared Goff compared with? No one. He's, Matt he's Ryan? Jared Goff. He's Jared he, Goff. He's different. He's Matt Ryan. If like, you look, but weird. if you look at Jared Goff and say, all right, he might be like Matt Ryan, it's probably still – Kind of typical, kind of typical and lazy, but like it makes sense. Tall, not very mobile, very systematic. But you look at Baker Mayfield, and there people are trying to say, "Oh, he's an athlete like Russell Wilson." They're not even on the same universe Russell as athletes. Amazing. There's amazing a reason that Baker Mayfield. People like to say he's a two-time walk-on as like this this great like rags to riches positive story. There's also a reason he's a two-time he walk-on because he's not that fast. He doesn't have the big hands. He doesn't have height. Like. He's accurate. He's very, one of the most accurate quarterbacks in college football this year, if not the most. You don't compare a prospect to an anomaly, which is exactly why the Trey Young thing in college right now, they're calling him Steph Curry. You can't call somebody Steph Curry. Steph Curry wasn't Steph Curry until five years into the league. Like, totally right. Russell Wilson came into this league as a fourth-round pick. He broke the system. He broke it. Yeah. You don't compare someone to that, especially when Wilson's running four fives and Baker Mayfield's running four eights. It's a big difference. I think it's outrageously uh, lofty expectations to put that on Baker Mayfield, and it really bothers me. And people think I hate Mayfield when I just jump down. People like I have one friend who actually listens to the podcast sometimes, Mike Vegas. I don't know if yes. you know him. He he. We've gone back and forth on this for a while, and he loves Baker Mayfield. And I try to tell him this. I don't think he's bad. I think if he goes to the right situation, he can be a good NFL quarterback. But you can't expect a Russell Wilson out of this person. That's ridiculous. Yeah, like you said not only you can't compare these guys to these freak athletes who made it in their circumstances like, alone. If so you, Curry's a Nick, he's that stuff. Curry. Like if you t- if you see a, a a five six second baseman and oh he has a little pop, he's, he's quick. Altuve. Oh, he's the next Jose Altuve. Like oh yeah, is he? Is he going to be the next five six guy to be an MVP who hits th- <laughs> three sixty and twenty five home runs? Like you can't expect that on somebody. Like that's ridiculous. So back to the Jets. I don't know. They need to get take a quarterback. If not, I can see Mika Fitzpatrick. I can see a tackle. They really need. They could go BPA best player available. I think. I think they could. I. I don't think they need to reach for a quarterback. And I. I, I do not work Kirk Cousins. You don't. Like his, Kirk. I'm with you on tag. that. I'm, I like Kirk. I like Cousins. Kirk Cousins too. But he wants thirty not million dollars. Not no. Not we for do, the Jets. We do have a hundred million dollars. Check on Sports Talk New York latest uh, article in Jets offseason. But Who was that by O'Rourke or Oliver? O'Rourke or James O'Rourke? Yeah. O'Rourke. But yeah, I'm not dealing to a cousin thirty million dollars at all. Uh, Alex Smith. He's the type of guy. See, if if you if you can get Alex Smith on the Jets, I want to draft quarterback number six. Okay. I want to do exactly so, what the Chiefs yeah. are doing. I want to do exactly what they're doing. If you are the, this is actually not crazy, Phil. I like this. You're the New York Jets. You sign Alex Smith for like two million. two years or whatever. Yeah. Right. Sign him for two years. You draft Baker Mayfield. Take all that pressure off. Yeah. Because uh, I have another question about the Jets. I like, I like starting my quarterbacks. I don't, I don't like saving them. But I understand <sighs> I, why. I, get, I yeah. get that. My question for, for you as a Jets fan, and this kind of pertains to Baker Mayfield, I guess, but it just pertains to quarterbacks in general. 
what type of demeanor and attitude do you think works as New York Jets quarterback? Loud, rambunctious, you know, it's hard. It's hard to cocky that. confidence. You never really had one. You never had a quarterback. Like <laughs> Mark Sanchez, Chad Patterson. Like two quarterbacks in my generation. I, I looked at Mark Sanchez, even though he was obviously limited, as a guy who stayed calm, didn't didn't really uh, he got freak it, out. He got he got like the New York culture. He got he understood. Right. He, he can he, handle the media. He put his head up high and took to the media. He the Naga Sanchez was never him personally ever. No, people liked him. Yeah, I think right. Yeah. Um. So so, what do you look for? What do you what do you want? What do you see in a Jets franchise quarterback? Do you see loud, rambunctious, like attitude, chip on the shoulder, or do you see calm, cool, collected? Because Giants scream calm, cool, collected to me, and I think the Jets chaos kind of like makes people want Baker Mayfield like oh he can handle it he's got the grit he's got the heart but maybe that's actually just more of the same for the Jets and that's not what they need I don't think Baker Mayfield will take that to call to the NFL with him that you know that kind of cocky attitude I feel like he knows what needs to be done and I think he learned from Johnny Manziel he's gonna get put in his place you think At no no I gets to the league I think he'll put himself in his place right yeah okay I mean I think he's smart I yeah. think he's a smart kid I don't think he's dumb. okay I think he actually he took a Course on Johnny Manziel is not what you do. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go into the club every night. He should take. Yeah, he needs to go to the school of Russell Wilson. Yeah, 100%, and maybe yeah. one day you can. He can. Maybe that's why you. It's <laughs> why you. Um, you saw Josh McCown back. Yeah, sure. Right. So these are my, my quick um wish list for the Jets. When we signed Demario Davis, very good linebacker should never left the Jets. Um, sign um, ASJ again. I feel like. Yeah. He was. He's. He's. His demons are out of him. I want to keep and based off pure statistical luck, he can't get a couple of those crappy catch yeah, calls yeah, again. Yeah, he more touchdowns. <laughs> um, I want to keep John Morton. I don't know if you heard that story before. The John Gruden, the Raiders, might try to grab him, and the Jets. He didn't really have a great relationship with the players. But one of the articles, I think Semini wrote it. It was like um, Morton's trying to run this team like the Saints. I, I hope so. <laughs> the Saints have a good offense and a good defense yeah, right hope, now. I, mean, I hope they. I'll try to uh, duplicate that. I want to start Josh McCown again. Either. I don't know what the quarterback situation is, but I want him on the team regardless. Um, go after Ziggy Anza. I think he might lead Detroit. Demarcus Lawrence, too. But um, I read today. He's going to want that money. Though, cap, we have $100 million of cap space. That's true. But if you, if you do what the Giants did and spend $100 million on, on defense. defense. Yeah, no. We don't, you, we don't need to. We have, we have a nice corner. Like We have a nice um, core in place. Absolutely. Um, Wilkerson is going to be gone. Um, get offensive lineman. Andrew Norwell is a free agent. And you really take a stab in the Giants, Justin Pugh is available too. But Giants, he, Giants will be in a <laughs> the shamble. The only competent lineman on the It'll be a shamble if they left the uh, Giants. Yeah. And I think you draft the top quarterback and you know try to still build it on defense. Get an edge rusher, get a corner. And I know Josh Moore, John Moore was a receiving coach. I thought he was receivers really played last year. Rami Anderson, uh, Jermaine Kurz. Again, can we see Numa coming back? I really liked uh, one more receiver. Look around the league with the Eagles, look at the Patriots, the Steelers. Yeah, four or five receivers. who can catch the ball and make a play. I think it's, that's the way the trending in the NFL is going. So I would like to add to that receiving core. You to the draft. Not, 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 not the number six pick. Maybe the second round, third round. And look around for agency. I can't even, I can't even time my head with a free agent, but there'd be some guys you could plug into the justice system. Even if you if you bring back Curse and he's not your number two. He's, he's on contract. He's in contract. Yeah, so Anderson, Curse, and Anunua will be healthy next year. You signed one more guy. That's good to go. I like that. Yeah. Um, I and wish Jenkins. Savarian Jenkins, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, he he really showed that he's he's at least back a little bit. You know, he's here in the NFL again. Um, for the Giants, my wish list is simple: don't draft a Saquon Barkley or a running back with the the number two pick. Draft either a stud O line or a quarterback. 
and then just goddamn fix the O-line. That's it. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. The defense obviously struggled this year. The whole team struggled this year. And the coach. I think they the coach have, have been Obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the coach is coach. I, um, we'll see what happens Hopefully there. Hopefully soon. Yeah, for sure. I trust this guy, Gettleman. I like his attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, O-line, quarterback, defense is with a core a little bit at least, and I think a little retool action, a little bit of refreshness will help that out. Uh, so not too much as for Hot take? Yeah. I would take Eli Apple in the Jets. Like I did, yeah, this sure. take, round pick. take him. Yeah, Darren Lee's boys here. Apparently he has a lot of talent, but I never really saw it. Apparently but I would a, take a gamble on him. Apparently he's just not a nice guy. Mm-hmm. I saw Landon <laughs> Collins in your first take. Kind of um, ate his words a little bit, but I think he's Collins trying, trying to be the face of the franchise. can't really throw plays on the bus like that. Yeah, even though he totally did on the K-Show yeah. a couple yeah. weeks ago. <laughs> All right. Well, Giants and Jets draft coming up. I'm sure we're going to be spending some time talking a lot about that in the near future. But it's a moment you guys have all been waiting for on the Sports Blog New York podcast. We're going to be breaking down game by game for the next 20 minutes or so. The Chiefs and Titans, the Falcons and Rams. Um, we got the Panthers the and the Saints and then the Bills and the Jaguars. It's going to be a pretty good weekend for for football, I think. I think some of these games are going to be close, even though the spreads on these games may not be as close as we think. But fill the mail. Pete Kennedy in here. SBNY Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. If you like what you've been hearing, hit us on Twitter. That's Warplug NYC. A real easy way to just interact. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. What do you want to hear more of? We're we very, see them. We'll see them all. We're easy to work with, man. You tell us what you want to hear something, we'll talk about it, most likely. Unless you talk, like, soccer or hockey, then you're, you're probably beat. Yeah. <laughs> but football, basketball, baseball, other fun stuff, music, I don't know, TV shows, we're into that type of stuff. Um, so this is the Wild Card Weekend. I just want to say one thing real quick before we hop into the uh, the first game. Did you watch that Colts-Bills game a couple weeks ago in the snow? I had Shady McCoy in a playoff game, so yes, I did. Oh, wow. That was good for I was, we was like week 13. I mean, well, it meant a lot to be in the fantasy. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, was a, it was a big week. I remember watching that game and saying, oh, my God, wow, it's so nice to, to, just, to just look at a snow-filled field, and it, it, it looks like a fun game to possibly be at if you're warm. Uh, it's really cool. It's experience really game. cool to I watch. There, that game. Right? Yeah. Exactly. But then I'm thinking, oh, well, this game doesn't really matter. The Colts and the Bills are irrelevant as hell. The Bills end up winning that game in overtime off Shady McCoy's back and then go on a little streak at the end of the season and make the damn playoffs. The Buffalo Bills made the playoffs this year. I forget if one of us picked them preseason. I don't know. I did not. I think I might have picked the Dolphins, actually, so screw me. You did pick the Dolphins. But the Bills made the playoffs after, you know, sitting their quarterback doing all this weird crap, having some weird games. And now Tyrod Taylor and hopefully LaShawn McCoy is healthy enough to play yeah. are in the damn playoffs. Can you did you can you believe that That's at all? Right? Being a Jets fan who watched the Jets play them twice this year, how did the hell did they make it in? I remember before the season, I was like, should they like tank for one of these quarterbacks? I remember like, oh this team's all right, but good coaching. Um the weird people forget that weird Chargers game when you put Nate Peterman in that's what I'm it's saying. Weird, Nate Peterman threw five picks, and game. then they made the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to win this week versus Jacksonville, but if you want to start that game. Uh, no, because <laughs> I have something to say about that game a little later. But um, big, Hop yeah, back to the front. But the eight playoff games, the play, eight playoff teams um, this weekend were pretty spot on. Um, Falcons, people don't hang over, but they should be in it. Saints are a big surprise, but you know, if you have to the first month, six weeks of the season, oh, this seems really, really good. Panthers are a popular pick for the division. Chiefs, I like the Chiefs this year. Uh, we both picked the Titans and Jaguars. Jaguars are surprised. Bills are surprised, and New Orleans is surprised. I, I I love the Rams before the season. 
I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I do. I remember. I love the Rams. Um, Shout quick, out you. Quick, I don't know if you want to say after, but um, quick fact: every team who has um, beaten the Falcons in the playoffs has gone to the Super Bowl or won the Super Bowl. In when the Falcons made the playoffs, ever if, if you beat them like no, since Matt Ryan <laughs> in the Matt Ryan years, I was like, if what? you beat the Falcons with Matt Ryan in the playoffs, yeah, you go to the Super Bowl. And wow. one, of, one of those teams was the New York Giants. Wow. And the Seahawks, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, wow. 49ers, too, beat them, too. Oh, yeah. I'm saying, there's Look a there. And the Patriots beat them last year. So you're telling me if the Rams go in, you're throwing your money down on the... I'm not sure. The Rams are on one of my picks. They're a popular pick. Uh, when I got down now, I, I had the Saints. I really be really cool with the Vikings being in their own building. I think that'd be awesome. That would be really cool. That'd All right, awesome. so actually, before we get into this week's games, where we talk about the spreads and our picks for this week, the wild card weekend... You just said who you like for the Super Bowl. Who who do you th- who do you see representing the AFC and the NFC in the Super Bowl? Make your, well, let's make our picks now. Oh, this team just because oh, team. we're gonna obviously refresh our picks There's each this week. Team in New England. I forgot, I need to forget the quarterback. Tom Tom Brady. Oh yeah, they might make it. I think again. it's Tom Brady actually. But I must say, when they played the Bills um, two weeks ago, they did not look great. They lost. No, they lost to the Dolphins yeah. a week yeah. uh, the week before. I'm that. just saying, the Pages probably would make the Super Bowl if I had a bad money. It'd be the Pages make the Super Bowl, but. I don't think they're a cold stone lock this year. No. I think I, I would love to see Jacksonville play them. Okay. They're built to beat them with the interior defense and defensive ends and, and the run defense and run game. They're, they're built to beat them. But until it happens, you can't pick against them. But I think I, the Patriots should make the playoffs. But I see I can't pick I can't pick the team who would beat them. Who would represent the AFC. Close your eyes, who's going to the Super Bowl in the AFC? The Steelers. You think? They have a chance. They have a as chance. good a chance as anybody, yeah. no? Okay. I mean, that's, what I, that's how I'm looking at it. And the, and the NFC, like I said, I like the Saints a lot. Um, great, good defense. Breeze has adjusted his game. Two beasts in the backfield. Michael Thomas is a beast. Great coach. Uh, and again, and the Vikings have that storyline of a uh, no, great defense. It would be really cool to see Case Keenan versus Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, wouldn't it? Um, but yeah, they have a great team in the Vikings. Again, it would be just really, really cool. Wait, did you say it would be cool to see Case Keenum and, and Tom Brady? It would be funny, right? It would be funny. Yeah. I thought, like, it wouldn't be great, yeah. I guess. I don't know. It would be funny. It would, it would be cool because— It would be a spread. It would be— uh, oh, Ten points? Be, honestly, though, because it's in Minnesota— Five points? Six points? Patriots minus, like, three. Three? Yeah. Two and a half. I think it would be a small spread. Interesting. I don't know. It'll be interesting though. What do you think? It would be cooler if Drew Brees and Tom Brady faced off yeah. in, in the in the playoffs, really in my cool. opinion. Um, I would be just a lunatic to say anybody but the Patriots are going to represent the AFC. You know so yeah, I'm just yeah, going to say the Patriots, right? Um, but let's say my dark horse, my dark horse team is the Kansas City Chiefs, and I'm always on the Chiefs. And they started off so hot this year, then they just had the wheels absolutely spin off and looked horrible for a handful of weeks. But they really picked it up back in the end of the season. Kareem Hunt got back on track. Alex Smith got back Russian on track. Russian this year. Yeah. Le- uh, Gurley's, Gurley's had the last game, but yeah, Kareem and, Hunt won it. And also Gurley um, had a ton of passing yards. So did so did Hunt, though. Is the MVP? Real quick. Carson Wentz. Okay. Wait, oh, no, I agree, I agree. No reaction uh, from there? Oh, I, like, wow. I like Carson Wentz. Okay, wow, crazy. Okay, so I think the Chiefs Probably are my, my, um, my dark horse. I think the Chiefs have a chance to get to the AFC Championship. I still pick the Patriots, and then in the NFC, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm going with. I'm going with the Saints. I'm going with Drew Brees and the Saints and Kamara and that squad. I like it. Any chance the Rams? Rams are probably a hot pick, no? 
Rams would be really cool. I mean, I love Gurley and 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 Goff's doing great. McVay. Cooper Cup, Robert Woods is back healthy. I like that a lot. I, I hope the Eagles compete. I hope the Eagles don't get uh, run out of this off no, the field. It's very unfortunate. They would have yeah. been my pick. They would have been a lot of fun. You know, I was talking to one of my coworkers is a Philly person, so I was talking to her today, and she's real sad about Carson Wentz being hurt. Obviously, me too. And I said, you know what? Nick Foles on the realm of backup quarterbacks is high up there, right? Like, Nick Foles is one of the top backup quarterbacks probably in the league. He's still a backup quarterback. He's still a backup quarterback. There's some other backup quarterbacks in this playoff case, Keenum. Um, there's another one that I can't remember off the top of my head. But I think so. Yeah, no, right, that's just that. Yeah, it's oh, it's just Foles and Keenum. That's yeah. it. What the difference is with Foles and Wentz is that you, with Foles, you just hope he doesn't make mistakes. With Wentz, you hope he makes that one special play. Yeah. And Foles doesn't have that in him. That one, one, that one super special play. Um, but let's get into this wild card weekend. So the first game of the week is the Kansas City Chiefs against the Tennessee Titans in Kansas City, and the spread eight and a half right now That's a lot. in favor of Kansas City. That's a big ass spread in the playoffs. Do the Chiefs blow people out? You want to know my pick right now? Chiefs heavy hammering. Yeah. I'm buying a point and a half probably. Okay. I'm, I'm making that spread seven. I'm buying a point and a half absolutely. But I can see, I could see the Chiefs running away with this game. Yeah. I think, I think they win by ten. I think it's one of these learning games for the Titans. They got there. They finally got that hump of getting there. They hardly got there. Hardly got there. Um, Marriott had a bad year. I think that coach stinks. Yeah. I think they should get a new coach. But I don't, probably won't pull the trigger now. But yeah, I think um, the Chiefs should be Andy Reid should have tricks up his sleeve. Al Smith's a nice rested quarterback. Tyreek still rested. Kareem Hunt half rested, I guess. But he yeah, he played like one yeah. drive, to scored a touchdown. I think God the Chiefs should they're built for this. They're they're they they are AFC championship or bust. Yeah. They have that like they have to show up. They yeah. have to show up here because if not, the Chiefs well, honestly, I'm gonna change that. Alex Smith has to show up. Because if he doesn't, the Chiefs' hands are gonna be tied. They're gonna say, you know what, Alex? You did great for a couple of years. You took us to the playoffs, but that's about it. Yeah. It's time for Mahomes. Might be, that might be the case now. no matter what. He's the captain now. Yep. Thanks. I'm taking the Chiefs, man. I think, they, I think they run. I think Kareem Hunt has a game. Tyreek makes a big play. Kelsey. Um, and their defense is going to maybe make a sack or two. I like I like the Chiefs big. What do you yeah. like? Um, Chiefs, yeah. I, mean, I don't know about the spread, but Chiefs can't seem to lose that game. So you're taking the Chiefs money line no matter what. You think they're going to win, but you just don't You, you don't, yeah, you don't like, like the, the bet. These, these spreads are weird in the playoffs. They're big. I'm sure yeah, they'll change by big. Sunday as well. I always like taking the points in the playoffs, but yeah. Chiefs. All right. So on to the next game on Saturday, the evening game. It's the L.A. Rams versus the Atlanta Falcons. It's the best game of the four games late. It's an exciting one, man. I mean, if you think about Panthers Saints are marginally a little less exciting, but this game is very, very exciting. If you think about the Rams, they're similar to the Falcons. Yeah. I mean, except for Goff's experience compared to Matt Ryan's last year, but they have Gurley, that dynamic pass catching and great running back. Um, you have a, a, a slew of wide receivers. They don't have a Julio Jones, but they have you know, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. Um, Sammy Watkins. Sammy. Oh, yeah, Sammy Watkins. Yeah. Uh, so I, I like the Rams. They're dynamic. They're home. They've been really hot. I'm surprised this spread is this big. Six and a half point spread for the Rams, their favorite. Falcons on the road, that's why. It's on the road. Yeah. But even still, six and a half, that's that's a big spread. You, you probably have to take the Falcons and defending the defending champions, right? I think you have to. Um, the way defense is going to play. Defense is going to play these big games. If you're looking at quarterbacks, everyone likes to say it's quarterback league, right? Jared Goff, first playoff game. A year ago, we didn't know if Jared Goff was an NFL quarterback. I hated that. I always, I always liked him. No one picked for a reason. I, yeah, I expect him to be at least average. He played on the Jeff Fisher. He was 
I and Sean McVay's in his first playoff game as a head coach. I'm gonna go with the points, especially, and I think it's gonna be a really close game. I think the Rams sneak it out, but they do not cover. It's gonna be close. I either think the Falcons win, or the Rams like blow them out. Really? I guess he'd be like 24-10. Not 20. I feel like like 31-21. I blow out, but like they control the game, or it's a tight game. The Falcons squeak it out. So you think you think it's tight? Falcons win or Rams win comfortable? Yeah. Wow. It's interesting. If you had to pick one player breakout for either team, big play, crazy long touchdown, who's your guy this, this week? The news has been pretty hot for the Falcons. Um, I like Robert Woods a lot, and he's a make a break guy. I go, I go Woods and Sanu on both ends. What about uh, what about Tevin Coleman? He's very, Sneaky. He's, he's very good, but maybe I've been saving him because Freeman's been playing a lot. Freeman and his concussion pro, pro like prone man, it's yeah. scary. Yeah, it's scary. It seems like that. he has him every week. All right, so you're on. Um, Wait, did you make an actual pick there? You're taking the points, you said, or what are you doing? I take the Falcons. Taking the Falcons. Yeah. Let's go. I love it. So we're both on the Falcons with the points. You uh, you think the Falcons have a good chance to squeak it out. I think the Rams might squeak it out. That's going to be a good game. That's the game of the week. That's at 8-15 Saturday night. Uh, on to Sunday, a game that is very interesting, and the spread is interesting as well. So it's in Jacksonville in this wild card weekend. All the home teams are favorite, and the Jacksonville Jaguars are an eight-point favorite right now on the Buffalo Bills. I think like Jacksonville. Take them. I'm taking Buffalo Bills yeah. to win the be, game. Be crazy. Not even cover. Who, who does is it a low scoring game? Is it like, is it like nine nothing at half? Like what's what's the storyline there? You know, the, the line opened up at nine, and I thought about it. I was like, you know, I think the Bills have this weird situation on their hands where they weren't even supposed to make the playoffs. They're luckily to get in. The Jaguars have been riding this hype of like this best defense in the league, quote unquote. All this stuff. Perfect storm for Blake Bortles to have a shit game. Perfect storm for the defense of the Jaguars to look average because they've been hyped up all year. And I think the Bills have a real chance to go into Jacksonville and sneak out a win on LaShawn McCoy's back if he's in the game. So who does good for the Bills? It would have to be McCoy. Tyrod Taylor does good by not making turnovers because the Jaguars get after so he doesn't. Sa- they call him Jacksonville for a reason. He doesn't lose the game. He doesn't lose the game. And that's what I, that's what I thought about when I looked at this. I looked quarterback to who quarterback. Who can lose the game? Who yeah? Who's more likely to make the bad turnovers? That's be Bortles, um, mo this whole playoff ride. If, uh, I, if I'm the Jaguars, if I'm Doug Marone, I am just hoping and praying that we can run the ball down their throats. Not just have day. Because if the Bills get some pass rush on them, I'm nervous with Billy Bortles back there. And he Bortles to play well. He had a shaky game with San Fran. Um, that was a kind of a gimmicky game. And, and Bortles, San Fran's like the best team in the league now. <laughs> Bortles has played. They are. Bortles <laughs> has played well. Um, I'll take Jacksonville. They're, they're they're better than the Bills. I'll take Jacksonville. I, I, all right. So you're taking Jacksonville with the spread. So obviously if I'm taking Buffalo to win, I also think that that play is Easily to points, take the yeah. points. Take mm-hmm. those damn points, man. In this playoffs. But the weird thing is, like, like you said with the with the Falcons and the Rams, you said you see the Falcons squeaking by or the Rams kind of win comfortable. Same thing with the Bills. Same thing yeah. with the Bills. I think I have a really strong feeling the Bills have a chance to win, but I feel like they can also lose by 25. So it'll see, it'll I be see, interesting. I see the latter happening. Um, also, real quick note: there shouldn't be any weather problems with these games. How's the weather in Kansas LA, City? Uh, usually cold. So it'll be cold New there. New Orleans Dome, Jacksonville. I mean, the whole country's cold right now. Yo, for <laughs> real? Didn't Florida have like ice oh, or no, something? Like top, top tip of it, yeah. That's it nuts. was snowing in Atlanta. 
every time it snows in Atlanta, I have a few friends who live in Atlanta. One of our writers, Rich, Richie, Richie yeah. Crims, shout out Richie. Uh, one of his articles coming out th- this week actually. Um, Championship game. When it snows in Atlanta, like they shut they shut it down. Out, <laughs> out in Nashville, um, last and um, January 2016, and there was like snow. Like you could see the concrete and the cement. And New York here, back when we were kids, not now. You make two feet of snow, and you guys still going to school, dude. They shut down the whole city because like. <laughs> Uh, a dusting. A dusting. A <laughs> dusting. A drizzle. You're saying this right now, and right now, what is it? It's 10, 10 p.m., Wednesday night, and I'm I'm very curious tomorrow how my work situation will have schools to be. Are, I know, schools are closed. The Mr. Uh, Mayor, he, 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 he can't hurt anybody's feelings. So. De Blasio? Yeah, he, he already closed school. He shut down. I love to hear the that. kids have a little cold. snow. Oh he didn't God. close my office, and I'm hoping that I wake up to a nice email saying... Eh, don't worry about coming into the city today. That'll be real good. You love that one. That'll be real, real good. Um, all right, though. On to the last game. This game I'm excited is for funny, this game. F- funny to me, the Saints versus the Panthers, because like four years ago, Cam Newton was like this young phenom, and Drew Brees was still like truly, truly primed. We would have been like, wow, what an exciting game. Two powers. Uh, the Panthers were like on the come up. The Saints were right there. But then last year, when the Panthers had their Super Bowl hangover and the Saints were in no man's land, that game looked kind of boring. Yeah. But now, right now, Drew Brees, Cam Newton in the playoffs, damn, that's exciting. Panthers have a real defense. Saints have a real defense. They're, they're almost mirrors of each other. Honestly, right? Besides, Brees can't run, obviously, they like can, but you have two stud rookie running backs. You have good defenses. Um, Saints have more, obviously, the, I think Saints have the offensive edge because of Michael Thomas, Kamara Ingram. But, like, Panthers have a good defense. Saints are a better defense. Saints have the edge here. What's the spread here? Saints. The spread S- minus seven. Wow, that's a lot. Big, right? I feel like the Panthers, the Saints always play each other tough. Mm. Always. So are you telling me you like the points here? I like the points. I like the Saints straight Panthers with the points. Mm. The winner here can make a run. Winner can make a run. The winner of this game, well, it depends how it reseeds, I guess, because it reseeds after every uh, every round. But say um, say the Rams win, that means the winner of Saints-Carolina will play the Vikings, right? So in a, in a, if you're a Saints or a Panthers, you are rooting for the Rams to lose because yeah. that means you have to play the Eagles. Eagles yeah. who, I think you'd rather play the Eagles now because they don't have Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. And even though Case Keenum isn't you know, shiver, making you shiver, scaring you out of your boots or anything like that, the Vikings are what they have been all year. And now the Eagles are still trying to figure out what they are without that's Wentz. That's why the Rams want to lose that last game. You want to get the four seed. Yeah. They wanted to lose that game, for real. Game, yeah. Oh, my God. So they wanted my fantasy team to lose, too. For <laughs> real. You know, I, 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 I mean, I knew I had these Rams players on my fantasy team. And also, I was in a Week 17 football uh, fantasy football championship. Just play yourself. So, yeah, screw me. I came in with a 40-point lead, and then I had to sit Todd Gurley, Kareem Hunt, Cooper, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. Um, I had Carson Wentz, so I was playing. I actually had Garoppolo, so I can't complain about that. But I freaking lost in Week 17. Yeah, I, I, I have two leagues. I'm going to play Todd Gurley. Finals in my big league, play Todd Gurley. I Carson Wentz in my big league. I had Foles, and it was a mess. Second place, I'll take it. Speaking of, yeah, second place for me, too, but I don't even get my money back. How about that? How about that crap? What kind of league is this? Right? Who runs this league? I need a new commissioner in my league. This is only one of my leagues. I'm the commissioner in our league. I'm running pretty well. The commissioner? You're the commissioner, right? Commissioner, yeah, you're yeah. a good commissioner. I need, a, I need to get in a league with you. Um, Maybe I should start just doing commissions of leagues. Yeah, <laughs> right? Charge <laughs> people? That's not bad. I Speaking of commissioners, my commissioner clearly was not the MVP. He listens to this podcast, by the way, so hopefully he's listening right now. Uh, he was not the MVP because he blew it for me. But 
the MVP race for the NFL is kind of interesting. So we have a couple more minutes here. We're sitting mm-hmm. at 55 right now. Let's just take a minute each. Mm-hmm. What's your MVP pick? Why? Who? How? What? When? Right. Where? I really like Arthur Wentz. And he's probably he was the MVP this year, hands down. I understand why people won't vote for him. I think Tyre Gilly is very fun, but he's a, I don't know he's a running back. He's a lot of a lot of different things that work his way to be good, right? He wasn't good last year with a good co- with a big, uh, bad coach. Mr. Tom Brady, excuse me, I said LeBron LeBron James treatment. He's obviously the best player, most valuable player. He has a stats to pack it, but it's just another year of Tom Brady. Led the league in passing. When team with number one seeking the AFC, and just not a year of Tom Brady. But that's any other quarterback, he's MVP. I think Tom Brady, I think he's only won one or two MVPs, correct? I would say at least two. Two. Like, it's kind of like Kobe only won one in his career. Mm-hmm. Like, get the guy, not MVP. I think he's MVP this year. You think it's Tom Brady? I think he's going to win. I think so too. Wentz is the MVP. Wentz was the MVP this year. The way I look at it, and I kind of Brady will win MVP. I showed I showed my hand before by saying Carson Wentz, and I'm actually really surprised that you reacted so like agreeable. Gosh, to well, me. I'm a fan. He's my boy. Yeah, where I like I I I his name just dropped out, right? So what what week did he get hurt? Week 13 was it? He missed um, week, week 12. No, it was the first week. He got week 13. He got hurt. He got hurt. No, he got hurt week 14. Right. He missed three games. Basically, the games that he missed for the Eagles, all but one of them were. Absolutely irrelevant. Giants, Raiders, and the last game. The last game was, didn't matter at all. The second to last game didn't matter, and the third to last game still mattered a little bit for seeding and whatnot. The Raiders game mattered. They just had to win and they won. All right, we went for number one seed. If he was the MVP in week fourteen or week thirteen, whatever it was, how is he still not the MVP today when his team had already basically locked up what, where they are right now? How is like how is he the MVP of the entire season? For 14 weeks, when his team basically accomplished all they set out to and more, how does he just all of a sudden become not the MVP anymore? So he missed, what, like around 20% of the season? And that last game did not count at all. Even if he was playing, he wouldn't have sat anyway, right? So he missed two games. That's one-eighth of a season. That's about 10, that's about 10 NBA games. Does, um, does NBA MVP would uh, win MVP if he plays 70, 70 games? Yes, because LeBron James is going to win the MVP this year playing 74 games exactly. Or seventy games. He sits. LeBron sits twelve to fourteen games a year. Now, February, March, he sits. Yeah. When he when he wants to take rest, which is smart because it's about championships right, for him, and it's working out for him pretty well. And he's going to sit. And now that James James Harden's hurt for two weeks, and he's going to drop out of the MVP race. LeBron's going to sit for two weeks, stretched out across this period of time, and he'll probably win the MVP. I think it's kind of silly. I mean, from week three of the season until week what 13, is it? Thirteen. Thir- Thirteen. They 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 didn't lose. They didn't lose. Carson Wentz was spectacular. If he was the MVP in Week 14, he should have been the MVP. Right I get it. He missed one game versus the Giants. Foles did excellent. He would have. He would have done great. The Raiders Foles did not do good, but he would have done good. And at Week 17, game meant nothing. Game meant absolutely nothing versus the Cowboys. Absolutely. So I think Tom will win though. Tom will win it, right? Yeah. You, you, like I think the Todd Gurley thing. Um, people who were complaining about it, how. You know, because that's like kind of the hot thing to say right now. The sexy people don't like quarterbacks. The sexy pick was like Todd Gurley's the MVP. Look at all this all-purpose yards. Look at his catches. Look at his rushes. Look at blah 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 blah. What he did for the Rams' offense. Like Colin Cowherd said it today, and I mean it's probably a stretch, but it might be true. The most important person on the Rams is probably not even Todd Gurley. It's probably more important for Jared Goff to be decent, and it's definitely more important for Sean McVay to be on his shit. Hundred percent. 
So it's kind of tough to give the MVP to a player. And they signed Andrew, the Andrew Whitworth. They, they upgraded the whole team. Yeah. yeah there's, a, there's a team. Robert Woods became a receiver. Yeah. They drafted Cooper Cup, a good rookie. They brought in Sammy Watkins. Their defense was solid. Like, I don't know. It's kind of hard. But it's also, one last theory for you. It's also kind of hard with Tom Brady when his own coach didn't even want him anymore. You believe that? I do. I don't, actually, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. I don't think Bill Belichick didn't want Tom Brady anymore. I think he desperately did not want to get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo, but I, he had to. I understand that concept. Of yeah. it. He had no choice. He had no choice. Tough. And he had, he could have got he should have got more. One number. I I did the whole theory. He he didn't want to trade the AFC at all, so he literally put him the opposite side of the country in the opposite uh, conference. So I get that, but like the Browns should have traded for him last year. Anybody should have traded him. Uh, yeah, but last year he was a first round pick. Even the first four, six, four to six weeks of the season, he was a first round pick mm-hmm. this year. And then by the time the Patriots traded him, they had no damn leverage. They got a second round pick or whatever they got for him. And Jimmy Garoppolo went on a five game win streak or four game win streak, whatever. With no one on his team. With nobody. The ra- the Niners are gonna be fine. But fun a hot this year. take, um everyone's gonna buy San Fran next year. Everyone's gonna buy their stock. I'm just gonna I'm gonna wait a little bit. You're gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. I feel that. I feel that a lot. That was what I did this year with the Bucks. Yeah, I was they were on. Bucks, yeah. They were on hard knocks. Everybody loves to fall in love with the hard knocks people. Everyone's Jameis Winston, the leader. The da, 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 da. And he starts eating his fingers during the middle of the season. Everyone's like, oh, I don't know this guy. So always, this, basically, my rule of thumb lately has been anything that's like extra emotional, take the opposite. Like uh, last, well, tonight it was the Cavs Celtics. If Isaiah Thomas was playing, I would have taken the Celtics. I mean, he didn't play in the Celtics one, but whenever whenever it's like that big emotion, everyone's like, "Oh, Isaiah Thomas is gonna come in with a chip," which is true, but also he annoys me, man. People people can uh, come back door on that. Isaiah Thomas? He annoys you so much. Dude. What? Dude, this week he was like, "Oh, I should never play when I was hurt." But he loved when he had getting attention for being who's battling with his injuries, right? He loved that. So he regrets it now because he got he's a little he's a little baby that the team traded him for Kyrie Irving. Not about it at all. I feel that. I mean, so like, dude, you became a legend for being playing hurt. You guys did all this, this collateral, all this like everyone loves you in Boston because of that. Before, yeah. Before you were traded, everyone except loved for, you. Except but for when the you traded, but when you traded, we got traded. Would you make that trade? Who? Would you make that trade? Kyrie for Isaiah Thomas? Yeah, you would. I guess. Yeah. yeah. But like, why is he like? He just, he regrets playing on hurt. Like, dude, that, that's part yeah, of that's that was, part, I part, didn't like that's that part of you. I didn't like that either. I, I, you, I, you benefited off that greatly. Now you, you regret it because you got your baby because the team traded you. I did like when he top said top ten player in the world. I did like when he said Kyrie's not a top ten player in the world. Uh, I did uh, like when he said that he didn't care that much because he's about to win this shit anyway. <laughs> they're on the Cavs, Le- Celtics, man. That's going to be a series. He's LeBron James. He got LeBron. Yeah. That's it, man. All right, dude. It's like when you're, it's like when you're at the court and you start. Trash talking, but you know you're the best player on your team. Yeah, for real. Yeah, Yeah, uh, it's always like um, you can't beat us. Well, here there was a kid. There was a kid on one of my rec teams who was like really. He's a real quiet dude, but he was nice. So me, me and my friends, we had to hype him up. We had to come. We had to come in real. Come in there real cocky. So then when he hits like six threes in the game, then we look good too. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's it though, man. SBNY podcast to quickly recap our picks for the weekend. I have the Chiefs get. I mean, given eight and a half, I'm gonna buy a point and a half there, make it seven. I like the. Did I say the Rams? Yeah, I said I like. You the, said Falcons. Oh, I said the, I said I like the Falcons getting six and a half. Probably buy that point, a half point, to make that seven as well. I like the Buffalo to upset the Jacksonville Jaguars. So take those points with Buffalo, and they might even win money line. And then I like 
the New Orleans Saints. Yep, I like the Chiefs, I like the Falcons, I like the Jaguars, and I like the Saints. That's good stuff, man. This is the first week NFL playoffs. You got any last words before we uh, close out? Um, the Steelers, the Patriots, still the class. Um, watch out for the Vikings. But uh, this week, see, see how um, the Saints really play. See if the defense is really, really legit. Um, the Falcons, they went Super Bowl for a reason last year. They're good. Don't, for, don't forget about that. Don't forget about that. Um, the Chiefs, like we said, they they have to win. They have, this is their moment. Andy Reid has to win the big game. He has to he has to beat the Titans. He has to beat the Titans. Mm-hmm. And Jacksonville, like you said, they've been talking all year. The best defense in the league is Jacksonville. Let's, let's beat the Bills. Show up now. Let's, let's beat the Bills first. I'm yeah. with you. Mm-hmm. That's you? it. That's it, man. I, I'm saying that. Jacksonville, I've been hearing a lot about your defense this year. You better not let Tyrod Taylor so, scoot around on you. So did Jimmy G. Well, yeah, dude, for real. That's it. That's it. I'm real pumped, though. I'm real pumped. We got two good games Saturday. We got two good games Sunday. We got NBA still coming around. NBA Outsiders. Well, NFL, if you're soon. listening to us, um, we've, before we start, we said oh, yeah, for your schedule, um, let's do one game Saturday at 8.30. Let's do one 1 o'clock Sunday, one 4.30 Sunday. Man, bring back Sunday night football for the playoffs. Everyone loves that. I mean, see, everyone loves Collinsworth and Michaels. That's the best. People love them? I, I like, mean, I, I love them. I, I, that's the best broadcast, I think, in – yeah, that's funny. I don't like that. I mean, I don't mind them. I kind of like them, but I feel like most people hate them. I think it's the best like presentation, NBC. except for except for Gus Johnson and Joel Klatt on college football. Yeah, I'm not a college guy. Big yeah. big Gus Johnson I think guy. They should have done um, Falcons and Rams Saturday night. Should two ta- the two AFC teams, and then they should have done Panthers and Saints Sunday night. Who? What, 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 what I would have liked that. Also, last note, and then we're saying goodbye because we got to go. NFL. Make the draft before oh, please. free agency. We'll probably, have, we'll probably have a whole podcast on that. We might have to. Yeah. But put the draft before free agency, just like the NBA. So you can take your draft, you can pick your guys out of college, and then you fill in the holes of free agency. When you fill the holes first with free agency, then you get pigeonholed into what you need and what you want to draft. It's silly. It makes people in free agency not get paid right. There's a lot of stuff that go Imagine wrong the because Jets, of this. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about this at a later date. Imagine the Jets gave Kirk Cousins $30 million. And then Josh Rosen falls to them. Yeah. And then he's sitting there at six, and you're like, what? Well, yeah, exactly. What happened? Hey, I think the NFL just drags out their draft. Why is it in May? Like, why? NBA does it three weeks after the finals. NFL. NFL likes to milk everything they do. They got too cocky, man. Yeah. They got too cocky. They do a whole tour of the draft. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. This is Phil DeMayo and Pete Kennedy here for the SBNY Podcast. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning in. Stay tuned for more content coming next week. It's 2018, baby. And the NFL playoffs are here. You enjoy yourself, and you win yourself some money this weekend. Have a good one.